Hey guys, welcome to Comes Back to Love. This is Sheena E and I'm back. I told you I was coming back sooner than later. And um happy Wednesday. Today is um very, very, very like my attitude, my energy. I'm just feeling like it was some things I needed to get off my chest. And what better place to do that than my own podcast you know i've been going through um some transitions i know you all have been to it's inevitable this time of year it being november it being like the year is ending things are changing we are about to go into 2024 y'all fucking believe that 2024 is literally what like 70 days away or something like that don't quote me on the math but um anyway I wanted to get into a little bit of friendship talk and not necessarily just like platonic friendships, but even like family ships and just like people that we tend to lend our loyalty to. And I think I spoke on this before. I'm sure I've spoke on things like this before um, in the past on podcasts, you know, just like not being a slave to your loyalty and really making people earn their place in your life but i think as i'm getting older and as i'm experiencing different levels of life those things become more important and what i mean by that is like what you need friends for changes as you get older it's not just that you need somebody to go drink with or you need somebody to go hang out with or you need somebody to listen to all your problems but it's kind of like you have to compartmentalize people and you have to really be sure and clear on who's good for what. And that's not a bad thing. Sometimes I think compartmentalizing your friends or compartmentalizing your relationships and being very, very clear on who's for what gets a bad rep. Like it's kind of like you could be at dinner with three or four different people and then you'll, you know, post your little story or make mention of it and certain people will be like well why you ain't invite me or why you ain't tell me but the whole thing about it is like you're not a part of this part of my friend group like i personally have different friends for different things so in that sense it's like a good thing it's always a good thing to have different different friends for different categories like you don't want to mix your rowdy friends which are somewhat quieter friends and then you know you might get lucky and have friends that could just I mean I, I guess when it's like a birthday or you know a special occasion or whatever you can mix your friends but for the most part we all know you got to kind of like keep it cute and you have certain friends for certain things and that's understandable but I'm the type of person that I give a lot I I tend to have friends who don't drive I know it's fucking crazy that in 2023, <laughs> I still meet grown people that can't drive. And that's not a problem to me because I didn't drive until I was like, don't laugh, y'all. That's me drinking my Aquapana. I'm addicted to this damn water. But anyway, um, I didn't drive until I was like 23 or 4. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but I really, my grandma, side story, my grandma um, used to have like a driver and I used to be like, I'm never going to drive. I'm going to have me a driver. I'm going to have me a driver. But their grandma had passed away and um, so did her driver. He left too. So I remember when I had my son and I would just like always have to get somebody to like take us to his doctor's appointments or wait for a ride and wait for a ride. And one day I just got like fed up. 
And I remember my girlfriend Saba, shout out to Saba and the blue Corsica. My girlfriend Saba, she had got this blue fucking Corsica. It probably cost like $500, right? So Saab got the Corsica and she would come to my house because she worked in the daytime. I, I was like doing hair, doing whatever I was doing. And um, she would come stay at my house at night. And she would be like, Sheen, you could just learn how to drive in the Corsica. I could not fucking drive. And I would call my other girlfriend. I was messing with this guy and he lived like near my house. So I would just have to drive straight to the end of my block, make one left, make one right. And go straight to his house. So that was the route. So I remember I would call my other girlfriend, like, what to do? I would get behind the wheel. I'd be like, what to do, what to do? And she would be like, put the car in reverse, put the car in drive. So I learned how to drive um, right on the spot, like on the spot. I learned how to drive. And my girlfriend, $500 Corsica. Thank you, Jesus. She was like, I don't care if you crash it. It was $500. Literally taught myself how to drive um, because I was so tired of asking people for a fucking ride in my early 20s when my sister was driving at like 13, 14, 15 years old. But anyway, I learned how to drive in the Corsica and they knew, my family knew once my, mother, my ass learned how to drive, I was never going to sit still. But I learned how to drive later than a lot of my friends. And it's I've been on the road ever since. But anywho, shout out to Saba and the Corsica. I remember, I got stories about the Corsica. But anyway, um, I, I got a lot of, I've learned, I've met, sorry, a lot of people who can't drive. So here I go, being this loyal friend. I live an hour away from the city. Everybody knows that. So I would be like picking people up, coming to get everybody, taking everybody where they need to go. I'm so generous. It's like, oh, Sheena, I got I got to stop at the hair store before we go here. I got to drop my kid off before we go out. Or it's like I could go to New York from my house. I can go to Baltimore from my house. I can go to DC from my house, which is very much closer. I live so much closer. I live closer to Maryland, closer to New York, closer than everything. Then they have to drive all the way to Philly and then double back. But anyway, loyal, loyal to the soil. I'm picking everybody up. I'm going here. I'm going there. It's their birthday. It's not even my friend's birthday. It's a friend of their friend and their friend birthday. I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm going upside, downside, inside, outside. Woo! I'm fucking exhausted. I look up and realize I'm fucking exhausted. And I'm exhausted because I'm being loyal to the soil. And it's not just because we go to parties. But let's talk about parties. We go to parties. I know the bouncer. I know the person that's promoting the party. I know the person. With the t- it's just like, I'm being friend, friend, friend. And then there's other people that is like, Sheena, what should I wear? Sheena, do you want to go to this? It's like events that I don't even necessarily always want to go to. But I'm loyal to the soil. Taking one for the team. Day birthday trips. Day birthday this. Day birthday dinners. Split the bills. $1,200. $250. $450. Buy a gift. You look up and you 15 years in, $20,000 in, 25,000 miles on your car, and it's not being reciprocated. And it gets draining, especially when it's your turn and the favor or the gratitude or the loyalty or just the mere friendship vibes are not reciprocated. It's just like, damn you know it's really sad so I say all that to say it gets old it gets old being a person that's always there for everybody it it gets old being a person that's 
appropriate. And I mean, I'm sure I mentioned this before, but it's just so heavy on me right now. I really want to want to reiterate this and I really want this to get through to my ladies, to my gentlemen, to people that's listening that it gets old. And if you're on the receiving end, like me, like you're the person that's always there for everybody. You're the loyal to the soil friend. You're the one that's always making accommodations. You're the one who always feels like you get the short end of the stick because you're always there for everybody and it just doesn't seem to be reciprocated. Set some boundaries. Set some clear boundaries and start to pay attention to who's really there for you and treat those people accordingly like the people that's there for you cool you don't have no reason to be to shun them or to you know put them on any type of restrictions but the people that's not like you know the people that's not you know the people that's not there for you and for whatever reason you constantly making adjustments you gotta put you gotta set some boundaries and you gotta lead them people where they at because it gets old it gets old and it starts to make you bitter and it starts to make you angry and then you start to feel like what am I like? I know I do. I start to feel like like what what am I doing? Like, why am I continuing to let this person run me down in the mud? And um, I say all that to say, we have to recognize why people stay in our lives. And I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, you know, I feel like it's it's like a couple categories in which people come in and actually stay in our lives. And I did I did a list. <laughs> I was watching um I was watching Instagram. <laughs> I was on Instagram the other day and somebody on one of those trash casts <laughs> was talking about um throw away throw away the list. It wasn't even a trash podcast actually. It was one of the ones that I actually kind of care for. It was somebody a guest on there and she was like Throw away your list. And I'm like, girl, just because you wrote the wrong list. We, I'm, I'm a fan of lists. I'm a fan of shopping lists. I'm a fan of to-do lists. I'm a fan of let me write this list so this shit don't keep happening list. I'm a fan of a list. But anyway, um, so I, I wrote a list. And I came up with a couple of reasons why people actually, you know, stay in our lives. And I want you to be able to recognize these people um, from a distance so that you don't get fucked over. And to me, the one one of the reasons people stay in your life is the genuine people. And you should be able to recognize the genuine people. The genuine people are the people that call and check up on you. Um, the genuine people are the people who aren't taking things personal. Like when you take your little sabbatical. Because, you know, we take a little sabbatical here and there. And and, and sometimes, like, you're going through something. Like, you might be going through something with your man. You might be going through something with your woman. You might be going through something at work. Or you just might simply be going through something. And you don't feel like being bothered. But the genuine people, they don't take it personal. They, they're not, they not writing subliminals on social media and throwing digs at you. They, they're actually going to call you and say, you okay, Sheen? I noticed you ain't been on social media. You good? You know, when it's your kid's birthday, they send them a card with a little Target gift card in there. You know, um, they say happy birthday. They go out of their way. They show up for you. And it's not necessarily always monetary, but you know, these are the genuine people. These are the people that remember that it's your mom's birthday. and They remember your grandma and they say, how are you doing? And they, you know, they, they genuinely are there. And these people, the genuine people, see, sometimes we get, confused and we think that the relationships with the genuine people are always going to be 
fun and they're always going to be pure and it's never going to be friction. But you have friction in those genuine relationships too because the genuine people challenge you. The genuine people call you out on your shit. The genuine people are the people who going to say, bitch, you are tripping. They're going to pull you by your coattail. They're not going to let you be out here wilding out. They're not going to let you be out here playing yourself. They, they're going to, hey, hold up. What you doing? Those are the genuine people. Those are the people that you want to keep in your life. Those are the people that want to see, they really want the best for you. And sometimes the best for you comes with a tongue lashing. And you can't take it personal. It's really coming from a place of love. And they're, they love you. So they want, they want to see you thrive. And they've seen you at your worst times and some of your best times. And they prefer to see you at your best times. So when they see you slacking, they're going to call you out on your shit. Those are the genuine people. Those are genuine people, right? And then <laughs> there are people who I'll, for lack of a better term, I'll just call them the newsy people. These are the people that love when you're going through something. Oh my God, girl, what happened? Kelly told me, girl, what happened? They want to know every detail, not only not only just about you. They want to know every detail about everybody else too. Girl, did you hear? They sending you um, gossip blogs all day. They know you don't follow the fucking shade room. Girl, you know I don't follow the shade room. So why is you sending me stuff from the shade room every day? Because they nosy and they want to be one. They want to have one up on everything. And they want to have one up on you. So they stay around just to be newsy, just to like be up in your business. Like, girl, I heard you got a promotion. Girl, I heard you got a new car. Girl. And they mask it with some little fake care, like, oh, you okay? But it's really, you got to pay attention to the questions that these kind of girls ask. These is the girl that's, girls that's asking personal questions. Oh, how much he make? Oh, well, we buy you, girl. How much that costs? Or what restaurant you go to? You know, they ask so many questions because they are just really just nosy as fuck. And they come across as like these friends to the end. And they're, they they just want to know. And they just want to know. Yeah, they want to know because they are nosy. And it would kill them not to know. You know, like these are the girls, the people that, you know, they, they, they got the tea. They want the tea. Like they thrive off of negativity. They thrive off of when you got drama. Cause let, let something good be going on in your life. They the ones to get off the phone with you quick. Like you try to call them about something positive and they, oh girl, wait, I'm, I'm going to call you right back. I'm um, little TT in the tub. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you back. They don't want to hear that. They the girls that you can't tell something good to but when it's something bad they might come to your house with the wine and the cheese and the crackers and they mask it they they get away with it because these are the people that want to turn up these are the people that's at the club with you and there's nothing wrong with these type of friends per se you just have to listen more than you talk and i'm at an age where i don't like to tiptoe in conversation like i just had one a conversation um a situation occurred with and um involving me and one of my close girlfriends and like some other people that wasn't really my friends and you know i had to let her know like you know i don't want to be in a group of amongst a group of women and i can't just freely talk because y'all know i have a podcast so i like to talk i like to give advice i like to talk about things freely 
right? So, I mean, and, and I talk about things freely in general, and I do, I am old enough to understand that like everything is not everybody's business. So don't get me wrong. I'm not just sitting around a bunch of stranger who's talking about my personal business. But it's like, if I do want to talk about something, if something do cross my mind, if something did happen in my life, I don't want to feel like I can't say it. So those nosy girls, those those nosy that nosy friend group, you know, like you got to be careful with them, because those are the people that when they get on the phone with somebody, like these girls usually don't have nothing going on in their own life, like their life is bland and boring. So when they get around those friends, that's not your friends. Trust me, they talk about you, and then you got to wonder how a group of people that don't know you know everything about you. Oh yeah, because that girl that you think is your friend, that you done told her everything about you and Tony, how he did this and did that. He ain't come home till six o'clock on Wednesday and you was devastated. Trust and believe she telling it all. She telling it all. She telling all your business is getting all thrown around the city, thrown around the atmosphere. And when you wondering how people know, she told them. And like I said, it's nothing really necessarily wrong with those kind of people. You just got to tread lightly. You just got to know where you stand. And at this big old age, you just got to be careful. You just got to be careful. And when I think that when you're talking to people in general, when you're talking to people, I know I do this and I don't know if other people do it, but me personally, when I'm talking to people, I don't ever say anything that I think I don't want to be repeated. Like, of course, sometimes when you're talking to like very close friends, you 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 believe in your heart that you're having a private conversation. But I've learned over the years and just through life in general that I'm gonna say, if I'm saying anything, I'm just going say it with knowing that it could ever get leaked out or it could ever get repeated. So I'm gonna just stand what I did, and if it ever come back down to it, yep, I said it. Oh well, what you gonna do? Because people be so vindictive and so sneaky and every, and people be having ulterior motives. So you really never really know where you stand with people, unfortunately. And then we're going to get to, <laughs> uh, then we're going to get to the other type of person. And these are the people that be around you because they're very fond of you. They're fond of you. They are fond of your lifestyle. You know, they're fond of who you are and they hang with you and they're in your life. But they kind of like you realize, like, they kind of really don't show up for you. They kind of don't really like, they always got an excuse. Like, oh, um, you having a dinner party on the 16th, but on the 14th, they'll call you like, oh, I forgot it was my niece graduation or, uh, Oh girlfriend, I'm sorry. I can't come. Or you post like your grand opening, you post the grand opening of your store on Instagram and they congratulate you in the story. They don't congratulate you on your page. They never repost it, but you know that they re you've seen them repost other people. Like these are like the type of people. I don't even know what kind of name to give them. I haven't, I didn't think of a catchy name for these people, but these are the people that's like, happy for you privately and the reason that they're happy for you privately is because they talk about you publicly and I have had to swallow this reality pill a lot lately like I'm wondering why like why is this person not showing up for me or why is this person so secretive about our 
bond and friendship or why does it seem like this person is just not there for me and it's like hmm let me ponder on that a bit you know why sheena because of how they talk about you when you're not around and we think that it's so frivolous and it's so minute and it's so juvial and it's so immature but this shit is happening at bitches that's 50 years old 25 years old 32 years there's no age on this people that can't support you publicly simply because they talk about you like a dog privately and it's sad and it's insane and it's sick and it's a really really hard pill to swallow especially when you the type of person like i am that's like very much always there for people very much always giving people the best that i got you know like always trying to be authentic always trying to like show up for people be there for people like i said in the beginning but when you start to accomplish things when you start to cross over into different thresholds of life you will notice that there will be people that were there there will be people that you have been close to there will be people that you really thought in your heart were your people that just aren't there they always make up an excuse and then they always throw the reason to somebody else or make it because of something else that don't have shit to do with you they have nothing to do with you like oh such and such and I, we had a disagreement, so I'm not going to come to your party. What do that have to do with my party? What does that have to do with my accomplishment? What do they have to do with my situation? People will disregard you publicly simply because of how they deal with you privately. In your face, on your line, you they boo, you they girlfriend. They send hard eyes through all your stories, but they never show up to be there publicly. They never show up publicly. And I've seen it with other people. I've experienced it in my own life. And, and enough is enough. We have to put, the, put our foot down on people like that because they will continue to do it. And I'm a firm believer that you teach people how to treat you. So the more you tolerate, and it's not, and know some of those lines and life lessons and life gems and all of that they're not just for the men that you sleeping with they're not just for the women that you sleeping with they're not just for sexual um relationships those rules apply to everyday life you cannot give a person a pass to treat you any type of way because of years because of bonds because they your cousin on your dad's side you can't give people a pass to treat you any old type of way just because of how long you known them or how much you care about them because of that care and that tenderness and that love and that loyalty and that regard is not being held across the board fuck them because you will save yourself so much heartache so much disappointment so much agony and just like trying to figure people out i spent so many years wasted so much time trying to figure people out and i finally cracked the code I finally cracked the code. People going to stay in your life for very simple reasons. And you can promote, demote, eliminate as needed. I know why you in my life. I know what you here for. I know who's genuine. I know who being fucking newsy. I know who the fuck is jealous and envious. And they just around here trying to pick up little information, pick up little gems from me and and it's not even coming it's not coming from a genuine place they just around here trying to pick up little nuggets pick up little gems so they could take it and run with it and then next thing you know 55 people that you don't even know you're not even friends with know your business why 
because their friend that you got done told your business. They told. And it's totally unfair. And the worst is the people that don't show up for you, that you show up for them. So I'm giving you a pass. It's November. What's today? It's November 15th. As you're listening to this, we got a month in, this, in a couple weeks left in the year. And it's time to make adjustments because 2024 is a money year. 2024 is an eye-opening money year. If you got a business idea, launch it. If you if you are you will if you working on getting that promotion in your career, you're going to get it. If you're working on advancing in any type of way, I promise you 2024 is that year. It's the year. It's a it's the year of some financial stability. We have been through so much. We are crossing over into, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. But I'm telling you from my mouth to your ears and I am definitely qualified to speak on things I am a woman who has manifested her entire life and those of you who have been listening through all 60 something of episodes over this last three year span you know I manifest things I know what the fuck I'm talking about it's a money year and everybody can't go so you have to decide if you like if you like it I love it if you're fine with people you know, casually being in your life and picking and choosing when they want to show up for you. If that doesn't bother you, cool, because I know what bothers me and I know what I'm willing to tolerate and I know what I'm tired of. And um, I'm making adjustments. So I want to encourage you to make adjustments, promote and demote as you see needed. And it ain't no love loss, you know? I had to have that conversation with somebody recently. Like, it's no love loss. I still love you, but I'm gonna love you from over here. Because I have realized, and, and everybody's love language, for like a better term, is different. Like, you might be cool with a person not showing you the same, um, you know, reciprocal energy that you show them. You might be cool with that, but I'm simply not. I'm not that girl. I can't I can't um, carry the whole relationship anymore. I can't be the loyal friend only like it's just me i'm the loyal one. Oh yeah because she she ain't nice yeah i am nice but i'm tired too i'm nice and sick and fucking tired so i just want to encourage you to analyze your friendships analyze your friend circles analyze your family circle just analyze the people in your life and promote and demote as needed because again it's that time of the year it's the time of gift giving and receiving it's the time of like you know let me let me see like have you been are you there for me are you really there for me and do you even fucking deserve a front row seat to the lavishness and the beautifulness that's about to unfold in my life? You need to really like figure that out. Cause I, I have to do some figuring out my damn self, you know, <sighs> what else did I want to talk about y'all? I got a couple minutes. I had wrote some other things down. Let me see. But anyway, I hope everybody is doing well, doing well, you know, cause, um, it's a lot going on. Um, hope everybody's healthy. And, um, again, um, oh yeah. Okay. So I wanted to answer this question. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Cause I forgot. I put it in my notes. Somebody asked a question. Somebody asked me. <laughs> okay. So I got a, a female that asked me this question last week and I told her I was going to ask it 
um, answer it on a podcast. So she is 26. She wanted me to let everybody know she is 26. She is 26 and she is messing with a guy who is 37. He's 37. He got two kids. He asked her to move in. She's out of college. She got her own apartment. She got like a regular little job. Not a little job like that, but she got a regular job straight out of college. Um, It's not the job that she wants. He is kind of settled in his career. He asked her to move in. He has two kids. He gets the kids half the week. They with the mom the other half of the week. He's been a good guy to her. They've been together, she said, like eight months to a year. Um, It got serious over the last eight months. They've been together a year. Um, do she, do I think she should move in? Um, no, I don't think you should move in with a man. Um, I don't believe in shacking up. I'm not that kind of girl. Yes. My single mom without being married ass. I'm not, I don't believe in shacking up. I don't believe living with a man before you, um, make a permanent commitment, i.e. like engagement or marriage. Um, I think why about a cow can get the milk for free. I'm that type of thinker. Like once you marry him, I mean, once you move in with him, he is going to be sex on demand, food on demand. You're going to be doing wifey shit. I get that you're 26. You might not be ready for marriage. And I feel like maybe you shouldn't be dating a man who's so stable yet unless, you know, you madly in love with him and he's talking about marrying you. If not, no, don't move in. I don't think you should move in. I think you should maintain some of your independence. You are young. Um, regardless of what you do for a living, regardless of how mature you are, you are young. He already has two kids, which means he's experienced life on another level than you did already. So if you was my little sister or my little cousin and you came to me with this question, I would say, no, I don't believe in shacking up. Just date and have fun and see where it goes. And, and to be honest, I would be dating other people too. I would be still um, playing the field a little bit. I would not be fully committed to a man 10 years older than me with two kids. Me personally, unless you are madly in love and this man is talking about marrying you, but you did not say that. Hell no, don't move in and play the field. That's just my answer, my opinion. You know, do y'all agree? <laughs> Anywho, um, let me know. If if you got more questions, send them to me. Anyway, y'all follow the podcast, listen, share, like, and I love y'all. Talk to you soon.